Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. So today I am, I'm going to fill you in on a secret, something that only gets talked about in meetings that I have with clients, something that we have yet to talk about here in this platform. But it is something that I don't want to hold back from you any longer because it's a game changer. It is a game changer. And that is the concept of our baseline. (laughs) Maybe, okay, so this is talked about in one other area. If you have purchased my Magic Mindset program, we talk a lot about the baseline there. It's kind of the basis of that program. We're talking about two main concepts in the Magic Mindset program. That's my self-paced course. We talk about the power of the pause the power of the pause because holy shit, the pause will change your life. And also the power of finding your nutritional foundation, what we are going to talk about today, finding your baseline. So here's the thing. When you work with me and you're coming to me with body-related goals, with goals of, okay, I'm over the diet bullshit. I am over depriving myself. I am over treating myself like shit. I am over not eating carbohydrates. (laughs) But But, but, and it's a big one, I still want to lose weight because those are the ladies I tend to get, right? I get the ladies who are like, okay, I've done the cleanses. I've done keto. I've done the protocol. Now everybody's coming to me post-Octavia, Octavia, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, something with powdered bars and juices and I don't fucking know. Anyway, you've done everything and you've done, you know, the cleanses, the protocol, the 30-day take everything out or the sugar class, everything. You've done that and you've lost the weight. Because that's that's important too. You've lost the weight, but you've gained it back. Oh, I've lost the weight, but it's also come back. But I want to lose the weight again. But, 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 and it's a big one again. <laughs> I understand that how I lost the weight the last time and the time before that and the time before that too, we're not in alignment with how I wish to treat myself. And I understand that they actually did not work. Those cleanses, protocols, programs did not work because I'm back here. That's my ideal client, right? Uh, somebody who's aware that the past bullshit actually didn't work. That, that's a huge step, a huge piece of the puzzle. But they're also aware that they're not happy in their current body. They're not happy with how they feel in their current body, and they want to feel differently. And so how can we do that? How can we get to a place where we are in a different body, where we're in a body that we feel good in, we're in a body that we are supporting, we are in a body that we are taking care of fully, and do so without going back to the past diet bullshit? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. My secret weapon, <laughs> something that is usually reserved for, you know, just the ladies who, who call in and make an appointment to me, we are going to dive into this concept. And that is the concept of finding your baseline. Because here's the thing, friends. Here's the hot take. Here's the secret. Here's the magic sauce to feeling amazing in your body, to getting your goals, but more importantly, keeping your goals. It is figuring out, listen closely, <laughs> it is figuring out how to do the actual least, but maintain feeling your best. You heard me right. What is the actual least you can do when it comes to your nutrition, your health, your wellness, all that lovely bullshit? What is the actual least you can do that will allow you to feel your best? We need to find your baseline. One that calls your bullshit completely, 
That's important, right? <laughs> we need to call our bullshit. We need to make sure we're getting enough of what we need to maintain our full health, our full health, mental and physically, but one that allows you to maintain your full health, mental and physically. That means joy too, right? That means life. That means being able to do what you want, when you want to do it, when it honors you. We need to find a baseline that supports you fully. And while I do not believe in one-size-fits-all formula at all, we are all different, different bodies, different goals, different desired outcomes, different everything. Our days look very, very different. There is no one-size-fits-all baseline that I can just universally prescribe to you. And believe me, I wish there was. It would make my job a lot easier and it would make your life a lot easier if there was some universal truth like diet companies tried to sell us, right? Like this this is this magical secret. It's going to change your life. And listen, I know I kind of frame this episode this way, and it is a magical secret that will change your life. I believe in that fully, but it's an individual one. It is one that we cannot just put in a box and sell. There is no one-size-fits-all formula. There are universal truths, right? We all have the same needs that need to be honored. We're all similar species, right? We're all humans living on this magical blue and green rock floating in the sky with needs. We need enough sleep. We need enough water. We need enough sunlight, carbohydrates, fiber, protein, all of those things to keep us feeling great. But the amounts, the quantities, well, that's going to look different for all of us. And here's the thing. What does that look like for you? Well, friend, you're the only person who can figure that out. You are the only person who can figure that out because your baseline is going to be exactly that, yours, individual. Something that is individual to you and something that you can uphold and maintain 99.9% of the time. And that's the important part. That's the part when I'm working with people one-on-one, this is where this gets sticky because you know, kind of getting ahead of ourselves in this conversation, we tend to overestimate our future self's dedication, right? We tend to think of ourselves like, oh, I'll do this. I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do this. And that ends up biting us in the ass because it's just too much. It's not realistic. We can't maintain it. That doesn't work here. That's why diets don't work long-term because we can't maintain them. When I say baseline, I mean it. What is something that you can do almost all the time, knowing that almost all the time means 99.9% of the time. There's only a very, very, very small little margin where these behaviors are not happening. So they're happening on the weekends, absolutely on the weekends. We are not falling off of our baseline on the weekends. That is not how this shit works. You will not maintain if you're not doing this seven days a week. It means we're doing them on holidays. Yep, on holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. Easter, whatever that, whatever it is, your birthday, we're doing them. We're doing them 99.9% of the time. 1.1% is a very, very small amount of time. It means we're doing them on vacation, when we're away, when we're in a hotel, when we're traveling for work, when we're in normal situations where most of us go, well, fuck it, I don't have my kitchen. And we lie to ourselves, it's going to be harder. I'm not going to be able to do it here. And so it just might as well. And we start making concessions and yada, yada, yada. Nope. A baseline doesn't work like that. A baseline happens all the time. How many times can I say that? (laughs) But it is so important to drill it in. What can you do all of the time with almost zero exceptions? Like for me, my baseline is happening all the time with the exception will be, okay, when I am traveling Europe, you know, at some point in the near future when I'm on this, my European vacation that I am very much 
planning and manifesting and looking forward to, okay, I'm going to skirt these rules when I am, you know, in Paris and can have a baguette or when I'm in Italy and I can have, you know, homemade pasta, which is out of my thing. I don't eat bread and pasta. I eat them all the fucking time. My baseline has certain borders for me that allow me to maintain my best. And so in those borders, pasta at 11 a.m. is usually not, it's not included. I'll just say that. It's not included. And I never, again, this is something I never do on my podcast formula. I never talk about my personal food rules ever in a large format. I talk about them frequently with clients because it helps to frame, you know, not saying this is what I do. This will work for you. No, no, no. We don't do this bullshit. But I have to provide examples, right? And I can only provide examples of myself because what we talk about one-on-one is confidential. (laughs) And so the only examples I can provide are hypotheticals or my own lived experience. And so, yes, we will dive into some of the things that I do personally there. Here, it might come out in this episode, but I'm going to try really hard not to because I never want to ever prescribe This is what I do. This is what, so this is what it'll work for you. And I never want people to misconstrue that. But I will say, because I just, you know, gave that little example, is eating pasta at 11 a.m. something that I would normally do? No, that's not going to happen 99.9% of the time. And so, you know, getting back to the subject matter at hand, Baseline means baseline. It means foundation. It means every single brick is there and it is going to stay there. These are foundational behaviors. And when we can figure out what that looks like for you, your body, your goal, and your maintenance, well, friend, it's going to change your life. It is going to change your life. You will no longer feel like, okay, I need to start over on Monday. I need to start over after this vacation. I need to start over after this holiday. I need to start over after this month, after this whatever. That doesn't happen anymore. That does not happen anymore when you find your nutritional baseline. So how do we find this magical baseline? Because it is so individual, and I cannot stress that enough. But we want to start with what we know. And what we know are our basic human needs. We start with sleep if you're working with me. And this should come as no surprise. If you follow me on Instagram, if you've ever worked with me in any capacity, sleep is the magic drug. Sleep is the miracle. Sleep is the hack. Sleep is the one thing that we tend to forget. And it's fucking us up because it should be the first place we start. If you know, you can, and I'm not going to say, okay, if you're eating really well and if you're moving really well, you're not going to get your results if you're not sleeping well. That's not true. Like, right, you can be eating very well and moving very well and making progress without having a dialed down sleep schedule. However, it's not going to be as easy, right? Sleep is free for us to concentrate on. It is accessible for everybody in any single body for us to concentrate on, right? And if we can dial in our sleep, lock in our sleep, get ourselves in a place where sleep is a priority in our lives, it makes the eating and moving so much easier. Doing them, you know, not needing to rely on motivation or dedication or any of those things, but also just biologically, right? We repair our bodies, our cellular function, all these wonderful magical processes happen in our sleep stages. And so that's where the eight hours of sleep comes from, from being able to get enough of our sleep cycles, get enough REM sleep for our cognitive function, which is what will make us able to, you know, resist cravings, resist temptation, to be able to honor willpower, to be able to, you know, have the awareness of, yeah, I don't really want to go to the gym today, but I know I need to and and hold ourselves accountable to those decisions. That's easier when we have enough REM sleep. And then deep sleep is for our bodies, I like to think of. That's when our muscles are repairing. It's when we are losing fat because that's when we lose most of our fat through our breath 
in, in the nighttime, right? And so getting our bodies enough time to actually recover and rest and digest and reset each day is just so crucially important. But I want to acknowledge it's challenging for two people. Shift workers, anybody who's working overnights, like it, it is that's a challenge, right? If, so if you're if you are working in a way that challenges our natural circadian rhythms, and so you're not, you know, sleeping with the sun cycles, basically, that's a challenge. And and I wish I could give you, well, I can. I'm not gonna do it here because it's so individual and it would take up too much of our time. There is ways around that. And and if that's you, please let's get on a call soon so we can, you know, help you figure that out. And then also new mothers. Whenever I put something up with sleep, I always get a new mom who is DMing me sometimes out of frustration and other like saying like, well, fuck you, I can't. And then other people like, oh man, you know, my my child. And listen, I am very sympathetic to that. I have three children, the last of which did not sleep through the night until he was two and a half years old. <laughs> he was up not once, not twice, but I'm talking like four or five times a night for two and a half years. Like I get it. It is hard. But even more so, you are somebody who should be concentrating on sleep. And the easiest way to do this, like this is a bullshit calling moment. And believe me, I say this kindly because this is what I needed to do with myself. In Rocco, it was not until I had, that's my youngest son. It wasn't until I had them that I got really good on sleep. And it was for because of this. I started going to bed the second I put him down. And that's hard for new moms because we tend to save all of our shit until our kids are in bed. We tend to, you know, I'm going to watch my shows. I'm going to get caught up on the laundry. I'm going to get caught up on my work, on my emails, on my meal prep, on whatever, whatever, whatever. And then we find, okay, our kids have been asleep for two hours and we're still awake doing our stuff. So we're in that wired and tired state, which is hard to get out of. We need to stop that. Go to bed as soon as your babies go to bed. Are you going to get an unbroken night's sleep? No, but it's going to help you out. But again, that's a small population. I would love to help you individually. You know, if you feel so called to make a call, let's do that. But for everybody else, call your bullshit and get to fucking sleep. Get to sleep. Put your kids to bed. And if your kids are at an age where they can put themselves to bed, let them fend for themselves. I'm in bed way before my teenager. Well, she's 19. She's an actual human. But when she was 13, I was in bed way before her too. She was old enough to put herself to sleep. Put yourself on your to-do list. Worry about your sleep. Get your sleep locked down so you can give yourself the full eight hours. So again, you know, back to the episode, <laughs> the container on my sleep rant, it will allow you to go through the REM and the deep sleep cycles fully, which will make everything else easier. And so that is one in our foundation. I like to think of our foundation, it is either a stool or a home, meaning it has three things or four things. Anything aside of that is unnecessary and is bullshit. When we say this is another thing that you know comes up in meetings, if we are working on more than four things, we're on some bullshit. A foundation is a the actual least. The first thing I said, the actual least. And so we are concentrating on Three to four things tops. One of those with every single person, every single body, every single goal is going to be sleep. We have either one of those legs of the stools or one of the corner of the proverbial house. We have that tied up. We need to worry about sleep. And then from there is when it gets a little individual and it comes to your bullshit. What's your bullshit? What are you not getting enough of right now? We intuitively know that. Very, like we know like I'm not getting enough vegetables or I'm not getting enough protein. I'm not, you know, water isn't. What is, what do I not get enough of in my diet? A foundational need because I'm a human, right? I need fiber, I need protein, I need water. What am I not getting enough of? What is that? 
How can we add that in and make sure it's added in every single day? Full disclosure, a lot of the women I work with, it's vegetables. They're just not getting in enough vegetables. And again, we need to do some bullshit calling around there. Like having four stalks of broccoli twice a day is not (laughs) getting in enough vegetables. And so, you know, we need to be aware, okay, what else do I need? I need more fiber in my diet. Okay, how can I do this and make sure it happens every single day? Protein, that's another big one. How can I add this in and make sure it's happening every single day? Again, I don't want to disclose in such a public setting what mine is, not because it's some like big magical secret, but because I don't want anybody ever, like I said, to take, oh, this is what I'm doing, so this is what you should do. I am not that type of coach. I am, I do not do that shit here. But, you know, for clarity's purposes, what do I do? Well, I make sure that I am getting a fuck ton, that's a measurement actually, and a fuck ton of vegetables for breakfast and lunch every single day. That means on vacation, that means on holidays, that means on birthdays, that means all the time, literally 100% of the time, I'm getting a fuck ton of veggies with my first and second meal. Why do I do that? Because then dinner comes and dinner can go to shit and it's fine. I've covered my nutritional baseline. I've gotten in enough vegetables, fiber, antioxidants, all those lovely things. I've already done it. And so dinner can just be what it was last night, Pudgy's Pizza and chicken fingers, and it's fine. I've covered my baseline. There is no shame. There is no guilt. And my body still feels really, really well. That is something that happens for me 100% of the time. Then that allows the goldfish, the Cadbury eggs, the all that other shit to happen without me feeling physically like shit or mentally like shit, right? It is something that happens at both times. I have the same kind of parameters around protein with with my meals to make sure I get those in. And so figuring out for you, what does that look like? What do you need? Like, I know I needed more vegetables, and so I just made it happen. And it has to happen all of the time. I cannot stress that enough, all of the time. Obviously, movement is something that we need to call in for a lot of people. How can I get in more movement into my life? And that's one of those things where it's not every single day because we need rest days. We Like every single day would be toxic. But what is what you can do once every single week? Is it three days? Is it four days? Like what needs to happen every single week to allow you to feel your best? Next week, we are going to talk about self-questioning. But spoiler alert, because self-questioning comes in handy here when we're talking about finding in our baseline, this is having a hard conversation with yourself and saying, what am I not doing that I know intuitively I need to do? And here's the thing. This is a process, right? Rarely do we get it right the first time. And that's okay because – Hello? Like, what do we get right the first time in our lives? And that's toxic, but we do that with health and wellness all the time. We just expect, okay, I'm going to start doing this new behavior. I'm going to start having this habit, and it's just going to happen. Does that ever work that way? No. Like, fuck no. But we get mad at ourselves when it doesn't work that way. We need to stop that. We need to call our bullshit, and we need to go into this process with an open mind and with curiosity saying, okay, I am going to play around with things that will allow me to feel really good in my body, but I'm going to do so with an open mind and I'm going to do so curiously in like an an observer in my own life, right? I'm not going to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and I'm just going to make it work, like just shove that square peg into the round hole. That doesn't work. This is yours. This is individual. And it starts with questioning. 
What am I not doing right now that would allow me to feel better? Just make a list, right? Make a list. And then importantly, equally as important, what am I doing right now that helps me maintain how good I feel? Like what can I continue to lean into? Because that's so important to acknowledge. And there's always things right there that you are doing right now that maybe you can add something to or deepen your practice or, you know, do something a little bit further and look at that list and then boil it down to the big ones. And here's the thing when I say the big ones. It's usually something that you don't want to do, right? It's something that makes you uncomfortable. Like that's usually the thing that you need the most. (laughs) For a lot of people, full disclosure, it's movement related. We don't want to get to the gym. And and so we call our bullshit and we'll say, well, I'll do it at home. But do you do it at home? No, you don't. And I'm not going to plug going to the gym. But holy fuck, invest in yourself. Get to an actual gym. It makes your life so much easier. Get a trainer. Get a training program. Like stop trying to do it in your basement. It's making your life a lot harder than it needs to be. But I digress. How can you make it easy for yourself, right? That's what you need to ask yourself. I said I was not going to talk about the gym, but like sometimes that means throwing some money at the problem, right? Investing some money at the problem so it actually happens. So you can hold yourself accountable to that. Again, trainer, not dumbbells in your basement that you may or may not touch or won't touch or whatever. Baseline means it needs to happen. It needs to happen. And so how can you make it happen? Knowing that the thing that you feel a lot of resistance around is often the thing that you need the most, the thing that you need the most. And the thing that you're like feeling the least control over, that's usually the thing you need the most too because that's your bullshit telling you, like lying to you like, oh, well, you can't do it. Like I, this happened a lot, you know, with people when they're in like transitionary periods, we use that as an excuse to fall off, just like we use vacations or work trips or whatever. Like we use that as an excuse to fall off. We can't allow that when we're talking about our baseline. We hold ourselves accountable all the time. And so if you find yourself making excuses around something on that list that you feel like you need to be doing, that's worth looking into because you're probably making excuses for a reason. You know you need it, but you're you're still holding yourself stuck there. Again, uncomfortable conversations, but they don't need to be uncomfortable. They can be incredibly kind. This is – I have these all the time in my, in my practice and it – it feels, I know I say bullshit calling a lot, right? It, because that's what it is. But it's not like this aggressive, like, this is what we need to be doing. No, no, no. It's a very gentle conversation that you can have with yourself. Just, okay, why am I feeling so much resistance around this? Why, if I if I know I should be doing this and I want to be doing this and this would help me, why am I feeling resistance around it? What is the story I'm telling myself about this thing? Why am I allowing myself to stay stuck here? Get all we're we're going to talk about all this next week, so stay tuned. I hate to say that to you, <laughs> but you know, I will walk you through the self questioning process next week. But for now, just start looking at that list, asking yourself, what do I need to be doing? What do I want to be doing? What am I doing that is working? You know, it, how can I call in these behaviors and make them something that I do every single day that is going to allow me to not only get to a place where I feel happy and comfortable and healthy in my body, but it's going to allow me to stay there because that's my goal with anybody I work with. There is no more diet starts Monday bullshit. There is no more after the vacation, I'm going to get my life together bullshit. After my birthday, I'm going to get my life together. After whatever. No, no, no. We stay with our life together. We stay working our foundation, which allows us to stay feeling amazing in our bodies amazing in our bodies and it is actually doing the least and so again back to the practical application before we tie this up today what does that look like it looks like for most people getting in enough sleep getting in enough fiber 
through the forms of fruits and vegetables, right? Just if God grew it, you can't go wrong eating it. That includes potatoes and bananas and pineapples and all the things those keto fucking idiots tell you not to eat. Octavia, I guess, also tells you the same. Like all that shit, fruit is fine. It includes getting in enough of those. It includes getting in enough animal protein because protein is magic. It allows us to maintain our muscle mass, which is so crucially important for women, especially as we age. Ladies, if you're under the age of 30 listening to this, don't be afraid to eat that protein. Ladies, if you're over the age of 30 listening to this, don't be afraid to eat that protein. It applies to you at any stage in your life. It is going to allow you to feel better. And then from there, it's what are we doing with movement, right? What are we doing with movement? How can we move in a way that honors ourselves and that we will actually do. Very, very simple, but figuring out what does it look like for you, your day, your life, how are we going to make these things happen all the time, in what quantities, in what portions, what do they need to look like? And so you don't need to worry about anything else, right? And so we can set ourselves up to always feel amazing knowing that it still leaves plenty of room for fun, for joy, for Kit Kats, for Sour Patch Kids, for pizza, for all of that stuff. And you don't need to worry about it anymore. You don't need to feel shame over that. You don't need to allot yourself only certain portions. No, no, no. You don't do that shit anymore because you're covering your baseline. You are maintaining your health in a way that works for you, keeping your foundation strong. And so everything you build on top of it will continue to grow. Again, if you have questions around this, you know where to find me. Hit me up. I would love to talk you through this process. But I think that's where we get really fucked up in this health and wellness space is we want to do so much. We want to do so much and be so much. And like we think we need to do all these fancy things, all these tricks, all these whatever. We don't. It's So much of it is bullshit. What we need to do is simply allow ourselves to check in with ourselves. What is our baseline? How can I honor myself in a way that is easy for me to maintain, knowing it'll you know cause a little discomfort at first, like the thing you, you're avoiding is often the thing you need, but... Once we get into that habit, I can do it every single day, Monday through Sunday, vacation, not vacation, and it is going to allow me to never feel like I have become behind the ball ever again. Like that's when life gets really, really amazing. Give yourself that gift, please, because you are worth it, because you deserve it, because you're capable of it, on and on and on, because you matter, because your happiness matters, because your health matters, because you are somebody who cares about yourself. You are somebody who is elevating yourself, and you understand that that is a lifelong process, a Monday through Sunday process, and so what does that look like for you and your body? Find that baseline, friends, and you will change your entire life. So with that side on that last little motivational rah-rah clip. I'm going to tie it up here. Um, Next week, we're going to talk about self-questioning, a process that comes in handy when we are dealing with this stuff. Um, In the interim, give me your questions. Give me your comments. You know where to find me. Let's connect. Let's have a call. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a DM. Whatever. I would love to connect. I will look forward to next week. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Goodbye.